0: I had a leak in my roof, even though my roof is only two years old. And I called the roofing company. So I went into my sunroom. This has been a month or two ago now. Went into my sunroom and I was like, what is that water smell? Did water get in here somehow? And I started looking around, looking around. I was like, sheetrock looks a little something. I touched it. It was wet. I was like, "Ah." so I just started pulling it off. I just started pulling sheetrock. Oh, that sucks. I was like, and it's, so the sunroom backs up to the fireplace and I just pulled it off and it's the back of the fireplace, the sunroom, then the fireplace, and then the living room, you know, it's kind of in the middle. And yeah. uh, I just pulled off all the sheetrock. And I'm like, crap, this leaks really bad. So I called the roofing company and they said, this roofing company sucks. I should just say the name. It doesn't really matter. But I mean, I've had since they put on our roof, two different leaks, roof leaks, and neither time would they offer to fix the interior of my home that got damaged. <laughs> And and I was they was like, fix the, the
1: leak that? itself but not yes. the damage right. from the yeah yeah right. and i
0: was I was like <clears> what the <throat> fuck is, what is this so fortunately my uh insurance guy knew a guy and he's really nice and he's fixing it for me for fairly cheap i, I thought about even doing it myself but it's just i've never done cheap rock and i'm like and it looks hard what they're doing <laughs> like just to make it look right you know what i mean like i said like it's yeah. more about the mudding and, and the and the accuracy on the measurements
2: (laughs) yeah the mud and the tape is the crappy part that's the really crappy part right you know what i mean yeah you just had it's so messy i know you have to sand it all the way get super smooth before you paint it and all that yeah it's
0: just not not good so i was like shit (laughs) so um anyway so
2: it's always something
0: yeah, it's always something. It. So so if we Not if you're a
1: renter. I got a new roof. Like let this year I got a brand new roof. It looks awesome. It didn't cost me a dime.
2: Oh, except for four thousand dollars a month. Just, yeah, yeah except, just, for the, except, except for except for that part.
1: All I could like just pay the rent.
0: Except for like <laughs> uh, like over double what Devin and I play pay. It's actually a really good deal besides that. <laughs> so so and in one nice, year though, you, one year you'd pay for a roof of mine. Literally, oh yeah, probably. That
2: is that is nice though about renting. The problem yeah, just, the, only, yeah, the main problem I, I have with renting is it's hard for me to care. Right. You know what I mean? Like I don't. It's harder for me to care about the house. Right. Like, you know, you don't really do huge projects or anything like that, which is fine. It saves I mean, money.
1: The, the years before I was here, I was project master. Know. You know what I, know. I mean? that You remember my project phase? But that you kind of like yeah. it, don't you? <laughs> I love it. That's what I mean, I'm saying. I'm, but I have you know I have, you know whose house, so I'm gonna have a project phase yeah. again with, oh, the, with yeah, yeah. you know with British mom's house, but um I gotta say that quiet because she's on the other side of the wall. <laughs>
0: okay, like, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 It's
1: like there's infinity podcast on the other side of the wall. Infinity podcast material except for. it. To, I can't really say. Like you asked me yes or no questions, and if I'm careful, yeah. I could tell you a million stories on this podcast. But I can't. I have to be careful. So Can she
2: definitely hear you?
1: <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's just this one. It's just
2: probably this one right here. Yeah. I mean, but does I she have the TV on or anything? Probably. I'm or? just
1: saying. I don't. Okay. I don't have confidence, and I'm a loud right. person or whatever. So, <laughs> that, but there's an infinity podcast material I could say if, if, if i say it carefully. she's
2: at the wall but, with a glass <laughs>
1: <laughs> but th- there'll be projects associated with that property so yeah i'll have a yeah, project phase again um mm-hmm. and you know and i built this, this right above my head where everybody sees me is a loft bed that georgia sleeps in that's like there's a whole and i have this one project here so i do projects a little stuff in the um mm-hmm. in the rental house that are above what the would ever be approved by a landlord but i have confidence i'll build a make it right in the end. But I hope I stay here a long time cuz And y'all are,
2: is it know. unlimited? I mean, you don't have any there's no sign of that lease ending or anything like that. That's no, the downside I,
1: No, I felt him out pretty good that it sounds like it's very it doesn't sound like anything's going to change about this particular situation. I'm not that I mean it couldn't, but I asked him about doing a long-term lease and all that kind of stuff and it doesn't seem that there's any reason why I mean, we're renewing right now, but um it doesn't seem it seems like it's just a long term situation. It's not a yeah. property that could be developed any further or anything like that. So, you know, um, of course, they, is, it could change, but it's been a around for a long time. They just fix the roof that, you know, it just doesn't seem like right. there's any reason. I hope it I mean, I don't mind a slight rent increases from here if we could keep it, especially if there's inflation or whatever. Well, I'm, you're,
0: I'm, you're refinancing or you're re-upping. Is there a rent increase this time?
1: They didn't say so in the email I just got. If oh, there was, it, I mean, it might be three percent would be acceptable or something. If there's some yeah. normal amount that goes up, that's fine. Yeah, you know, it could change. I'm just saying, I don't. I'm happy with what it is. And except for Lunchford's house is about the same price, and it, you know, it's cool. So you go over there, and then it's like shit. Y'all's house. It's is a good lot bigger. Too. It's not a lot bigger, but it's it's is probably bigger and got a couple of features that are pre kick ass. So yeah. it's he's got a really awesome place. So he's That's not gonna cool. he, he's really nervous about having to move. He was expressing that um he's moved what's so his, much that they just lease? don't uh I mean it's yeah. a year, but I'm just saying I think it's about four almost four thousand or about four thousand. But there it's a it's a awesome I mean, he's got a great really awesome deal. That's cool. Like where he is and stuff. And they don't I mean, they're hoping to not have to move anymore he just feels like he said like just a loser that has been in a bunch of different cities so in no way does he like they're right. hoping fingers crossed that this is just somewhere they stay a long time but they could get kicked out you know anything could happen so All right. well that's they're, cool, not, yeah, not they're not very anchored you know that's why that's he can't the problem join us. that's the
0: only scary thing about renting is somebody could kick you out that that owner could sell yeah. the house and the new owner might not want you to be there or want, want yeah. to move in themselves or you know what i mean and you
1: you couldn't buy your house I right i can't no, there's no way. No. I mean, it would probably cost six thousand a month if
2: I've had, had a mortgage on it. Now in Seattle, because <laughs> everything's a little bit looser. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Could you just stay there?
0: Yeah. Could you just say? I
2: mean, say, well, I'm not moving out. So I think whatever. you. Can, I mean,
0: there
1: right? would be a process. I mean, for there, I mean,
2: but I mean, you, I bet you could stay a, there a, a number year.
1: of days. There a number of days you could do that. I don't know what the but what what would the,
2: what would the Legal part B, because isn't that like an issue in Seattle? There's a process stay of places? eviction.
1: I mean, th- there is a legal process for eviction, you know. You and then an when you get
2: six months out of it.
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, but when you get into the court system, I don't know. I mean, but I don't want to be in that. Then you, you like to do ever... that
2: kind of stuff, though. You like well,
1: the only thing
0: would be you couldn't ever rent again, probably. I don't you know what, know what, I mean? what, what it does, what but I, mean? I don't
2: think kinda... that the courts
1: are very sympathetic for that high-end renters do you know what i'm saying right, like once right. it starts going through the court process and they review oh, who I we see, are yeah. it may not be so the same thing as a, a lower income family that's trying true. to squat might have better success than than we would right. at squatting yeah, that's yeah. but if true. it comes down to it i'll squat. fuck off
0: <laughs> that's why i figure if i i mean because after my divorce i make you know yeah. half a less human's income and uh I was like, I guess if I I wouldn't, I guess I would just sell my house, but I was just thinking hypothetically, I wonder how long I could live in this house and just not pay anything. Are you, uh, oh, uh, you could definitely get a year. I think I'd get a whole year. Yeah. And so like I was thinking if I quit paying right now, I could Ruby's in eighth grade. She could go all through eighth grade. and I could take a whole year of just saving my mortgage money to go buy a house somewhere.
1: You, know you I mean? will, I, but uh, it's going to yeah. be hard to buy the house with what that might do to your credit, et cetera. It credit. could. You're right. Yeah. You're right. It's not like you I mean, know. It, there's... No, I know.
0: I, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm I'm not going to do that. I, I wouldn't want to do that to. Well, I don't care about the banks. The owner of your house uh, renting, I'd feel actually pretty bad. You know what I mean? Because I rented our townhome in Charleston a bunch, and it was. You know what the worst thing about in Charleston, um, our uh, property management found this nice lady. It was, she was a single mom with like three kids and she needed section eight. And she, uh, got section eight and then added a little bit of her own money to live in a nicer neighborhood, which was our, our, where our condo was in Charleston. And, uh, she was fine. Never missed a payment. Great lady. Didn't mess up. The only thing that was funny, you know, like Charleston folks will paint crazy colors. Like some of the rooms were painted purple or something like that, but that that wasn't that big of a deal. We just got, we repainted them. But, um, section eight, the government made her stop because the house is too nice. They wouldn't allow her to also pay on top of it. Like you have to be completely on section right. eight or else oh. they kick you out. And I was like, that sucks. She's <laughs> really like, she's working hard. That incentivizes
1: mom. you not to yeah. move up in life. Right. Yeah. So instead
0: of like right. actually helping you, it keeps you in a right. worse neighborhood. You. Cause she was trying to get her kids out of a bad neighborhood. And I was like, man, I feel bad. But it's I like if I love- make more
1: money, I'll, if I yeah. work harder and make more money, I'll have less. Right. Right.
0: Yeah, and and I couldn't. I I wish I could have just only taken the section eight money and charged her less, but I couldn't afford it. They didn't they didn't give her enough money to cover the, the rent, and I yeah, I, I so couldn't dumb. afford it either. But I was like, damn, that really sucks because <laughs> this lady's like a nice lady, and she's a good tenant, and she's just trying to better her life and her for her kids, being a better school district, everything. You know what I mean? It just yeah. So
2: they, they should have like you know you, you can move up section seven housing, section <laughs> six housing. Right. Yeah. And you're yeah. improving yourself. You're getting better. And you, you just put, they pay less as you go up. I, I heard know. kind of a funny, not, this isn't housing related, but it kind of reminded me when you were talking about bad credit. Um, I saw this thing, this post the other day where this guy, he bought a car. I think this is Chicago. He bought a car for $600, just a nothing, you know, whatever. He went and registered it in his ex-girlfriend's name and then parked it at the airport
1: oh i saw that yeah you saw that yeah
2: and it accrued like a hundred thousand dollars in parking tickets and they yeah. said in chicago said that's the largest fine that they've ever had and i don't know if i don't know if she was able to get out of it or she had to pay it or what but he totally <laughs> screwed her over wow like it went to her 000.
1: collections on her because it was in yeah. her name or whatever it just yeah.
2: she didn't totally know her for up. a long time for a long time i guess wow i was like that's i'm gonna write that incredible. down yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm joking i'm 100 joking uh 99%. yeah that, was, that, that would be crazy like how how can you put it in her i guess he had i don't know how
2: he could register say, her name. i guess he had something
0: Maybe he had, you maybe know, it's a male. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you can do something uh-huh. like that, but they couldn't have made her pay. But maybe I mean, she, maybe she
2: took it to court or something. Yeah. But I mean, how could she prove that he did that?
1: Whatever it is. I mean, it, the, the even if you never paid the amount, there's a lot to, to deal with about things. Like the getting dragged through things is worse than anything. That's why the yeah. whole, that's what the whole legal system's about. It's like, oh, you got lawyers? Yeah. Okay. Well, this is a bullshit thing that we're, <laughs> sending you letters about so you just had to pay your lawyers to fight the, to prove it okay that'll cost right. you a hundred thousand dollars to prove that this is bullshit with your lawyers okay right
2: yeah it so. sucks and i mean she it's funny because there's so many instances like that where people actually are innocent and know they didn't do anything wrong but there's really yeah. no way to prove it and so, and there other thing other factors and other people are saying the opposite mm-hmm. but you know I did not do this, but there's no way, like there's no possible way to, for people to believe you. Right. That's so crazy. I think I told you all this story the other day too. It's not, not obviously not as serious, but I was going to tell it on here because I thought it was kind of funny. I went to eat at a restaurant with somebody in town, just a buddy that I've known for a while. And um, when I got to the restaurant, it was actually at Chili's. We love Chili's. Um, when I got to the restaurant, I noticed, um, a woman changing her baby's diaper in the back of her car and he, you know, nothing crazy, just whatever. I just drove by found a parking spot. And then when I was getting out of my truck, I saw like a white, I think it was a, either a Denali or like a Yukon or something like that. And it, it was all real dark. Um, tinted windows, big, big rims. So maybe I'm stereotyping, but I was like, it felt a little off. Like there was somebody there talking to her made her maybe that she didn't know, or there was something a little weird going on. So I didn't do anything or say anything at first. I just kind of got out of my car and I went towards the entrance of Chili's and on my way to the door, I was thinking, is this one of those times where I should make sure everything's okay? Like, you know, you hear about that. If you see a woman by herself in the parking lot, just maybe just keep an eye out, things like that. And so I stood at the door, just kind of looking at my phone, acting, whatever. And I just looked and the car stayed there for probably two or three minutes. And and then it just slowly drove off. And I could not see anybody inside. It was very dark. And so it drove across and there was another part of the parking lot where it's like Best Buy and some other places, whatever. And it kind of just sat in the middle of the lane in the parking lot, again, just kind of slightly suspicious behavior, not like normal. So I was like, okay, well, I walked back to my truck. The girl was getting in her car and I walked back to my truck. And then I looked and the the white vehicle circled around the parking lot, drove back over by again. And I was like, Oh, I don't know. This is kind of weird. I don't really have no idea what's going on. I just want to make sure the lady's okay. And so I just kind of stepped, I did like a weird, like, real far around way to get to her car, you know, like I didn't want to like sneak up on the window and knock on the window. So I kind of walked real far around and I was like, Hey, are you okay? I just want to make sure you're okay. And she just looked at me like scared to death and (laughs) backed up and drove off. And I was like, Oh crap. So the (laughs) white, the white vehicle drove around Chili's and was coming back to the front. And I was going back towards the door and I thought maybe I'll just get the license plate just yeah. to make sure. And so I go up to the door and I'm going, seeing it coming around here and I look and here comes the vehicle right around back around the front of Chili's and I looking at it. And then all of a sudden I see the window start to roll down towards me and it's a woman and I go, Hey, she goes, can I help you, sir? <laughs> and I was like, Oh yeah. Um, she goes, I'm, uh, my daughter, just called me and said there was a suspicious gentleman outside of her car <laughs> and i was like uh uh i i know i was out here like i thought i'm a good I didn't know guy who was in the vehicle i thought it was a little suspicious i want to make sure she was okay yeah but i it was i was like frozen like i was like what am i supposed to say like that's not a normal thing for somebody to to do and so I was like, "No, I promise. I was. I'm not. I was like, just make sure everything was okay. It just felt a little weird." She was like, "Are you okay? Well, you know, just be careful or whatever." She said, and the, there was another guy in the driver and the passenger said, He was just kind of glaring at me. And I was like, "I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to freak her out. I was just making sure she was okay." And So but you're the creep. Off. I was the creep for trying that to do the so right thing. Funny. And I, my, me and my buddy went inside and sat down. And I was, I was kind of scared. I was like, one of the cops gonna come in and like say, sir, can I talk? Yeah, the Chili's
1: something? manager had you was profiling you too as being weird. I know. There's this guy out there? How can everybody. you not be
2: weird in a situation like that? Though uh-huh. I was like, well, I don't know. I was trying to do the right thing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> wow. That is so funny because like you could. That's what I'm saying. It, it doesn't even pay to do the right thing sometimes. Then sometimes, like I don't even like you. It could turn right around. That that easily could just a hair more something, and yeah. then it's like you know somebody goes worship leader in Monticello, Illinois caught <laughs> harassing women tonight on yeah. News Nine or something. You know what I mean? Like oh, they just, yeah.
2: I mean, if that her just, mom or dad had yeah. been more aggressive or a little bit more angry, you know, or something. It, yeah. I I wouldn't have had any. I couldn't have said anything. yeah i'm out here staring at your daughter's car yeah and if it and
1: if we if we had less of a stable society then they just yell to the rest of a mob and then the mob all just actually takes care (laughs) of you right then and there right you know what i mean in a less stable society it goes it escalates from there until you're dead (laughs) (laughs)
2: and the whole time you're
1: saying no but yo i was
2: just making sure she was okay
1: yeah
0: oh my gosh that's crazy i wonder can can you how much are people just finding new ways to get away with things because it does seem like there's cameras everywhere now so i'm wondering like we're we're watched so much it's crazy like i sent y'all i follow i should not on twitter I follow these like uh, real life fight. It's like just fights that oh, go down yeah. in schools or on the street. Or, and I know I shouldn't watch it. I know it's bad for me. Like, I actually think it's probably, that's actually really evil to film it. it and it's posted. And for me to watch it, there's something wrong.
1: I think there's it. mixed there. I, I was not entirely. Maybe. It's not entirely bad. I do not think, but there's Maybe, definitely. But it
0: feels wrong. Like somebody filmed it. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. they didn't stop it. And then somebody maybe the same Mm -hmm. person uploaded it and then other people are sharing it. this site. And it's just for entertainment
1: and for social media companies and advertisers to make money off of like, yeah, I agree with that. But there's the part of you that's interested and attracted to it on the pure Uh level is I feel there's a defense. I'm not saying the whole system is defensible on the big level. I think it's bad that we uh, that kind of stuff gets our attention and makes us feel these negative feelings and fear and outrage. Like yeah. overall, I think that affects you on the other hand, it to sit, to observe, it's, it's not that much different than fail videos or people getting hit in the nuts or yeah. watching other accidents. Because when I watch those things, I go, Oh, that's why I'm so interested in it. It's like, I'll make sure that doesn't happen to me. Like I can see the patterns that lead to you scorpioning when you do a a, jump, a trick or get long, getting lawn chair right. or whatever the things that happen in fail videos are so compelling because you think, "Oh, this is going to help me not make the mistakes that that person made, and yeah, so when right, you watch a fight right. or some human escalation right I feel like i'm learning oh it 's going to help me avoid some of those conflict patterns and things like that I, th- I do think there 's a learning that 's happening, which is why you 're so attracted to it. Yeah, Like I do think you get something, maybe that's not positive, but it is kind of positive because if you watched enough fights, you just have a better, that's not the same thing as training for or, or right. whatever, but it's, there's something that you are gaining from that. I
2: think there's something so strange about seeing at, at least in re- in person. So watching them on, on video too. I mean, it draws me in as well, but like it makes you feel a little weird, like your emotions get different. But when you see one in person, it gives me such a weird feeling in my stomach, like, uh, mm-hmm. uh, like it's a, you see somebody's fist actually hit somebody in the face. Yeah. It just gives you such a weird uh, gut feeling to me It's always freaked me out. Cause when the people got in fight in high school and stuff, I know, I know. I was like, I can't oh. handle yeah,
1: but it I, But
0: all. in high school, everybody watched it and you knew it was no, coming later to. after school or something. I mean, you just, it'd be a big circle and it'd just be terrible. Well, how could I remember, you not watch? I mean, oh. yeah. I remember, the the biggest football player at Greer high school was Tremaine Hyder. He was massive. I mean, he had to be, he could bench. I'm not joking. I think in high school he benched over 500 pounds. Like it it might've been 600. I'm not kidding. It was like some kind of, it was insane. This guy, he was, I think he might've got a injured and couldn't, he was going to go to college, but I think he got a bad knee and back then, you know, it, it meant the end of your career. But, uh, he his girlfriend he's actually a really nice guy too he's always super jolly and friendly but you know he's intimidating but he's just a really nice guy and this tiny kid started flirting with his girlfriend and trying to get her to break up with and she told her boy she told tremaine hey he's telling me to break up with you but i don't want to and and he said meet me after school and the kid did show up and it was one of those things where you're like, man, it, what what's good? You go, know, he's gonna get his tail beat, but you're like, well, maybe he could, maybe something's gonna happen. And and it wasn't, it was exactly the script. He <laughs> annihilated this kid. It was there was nothing. Like he just got him, grabbed him, and then beat him. Just beat the kid over and <laughs> over. And I was like, oh my God. And it was just insane. And everybody watched it. <laughs> you know what I mean, like and it, yeah. it was like yeah. it wasn't. There wasn't a chance the other guy was going to win. Maybe you thought yeah. for a minute he could just elude him or something, su- but no. It was. It was. There was no hope. Yeah. It wasn't a movie. There wasn't anything good going to happen. the The big guy was going to win. Yeah, that oh, is.
1: Yeah. We had a twist on one of those where this kid that was extremely awkward, nerd, like really, really like the person that would be predicted to get beat up and have no ability to fight back, got picked on. And just the guy that was picking on him or whatever uh, pushed him too far, and he, um, the kid reacted and and just stood up to him and hit beat the bully like he just yeah. punched him in the face something whatever and just like took care of the guy and just you, you wasn't expecting him to stand up for himself or whatever and it was like wow that's so crazy and then the then the bully came back a couple of weeks later and the the nerd guy thought. Same thing. He thought, okay, I'm going to take care of this guy again, but not at all. Yeah. He, uh, you know, it got rectified. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, he God. caught the bully off guard the first <laughs> right. time. The second time, it was just an un- yeah. unbelievable, horrible situation where it just, Who he was thought it? he, Isaac Kirkman. Do you remember oh, Isaac remember Kirkman? I
2: remember the name. I didn't know him very well. He, you know, he's like That's an funny. art
1: student, like real. I mean, just super, yeah, super obviously weird, and all that kind of stuff, and yeah. would get picked on. But yeah, he thought so, and he thought he was um, like, he f- got all this confidence, I'm and fighter. then engaged the yeah. fight the second time, and it was not, it was not close. It was nothing. <laughs> it was bad.
2: You remember the, the, quote unquote riot thing we had don't you Matt? Mm-hmm. That time it was basically, it was like kind of like the black community in our school, which there weren't that many at our school. It was, I mean, we, it was very small percentage of black people at our school and mm-hmm. we had this redneck guys, you know, so I, I don't remember exactly how it started. Maybe you remember some of those details, but I remember at the lunchroom one day, uh, a couple of the big redneck dudes were getting into it with some, somebody and, kind of broke out, and then they took off chasing somebody, and um, I forget what it was, but I think it was maybe in the, kind of after something had already started, so they were already taking some precautions, so all the lunch doors were closed and everything on the outside in the hallway, and I remember the guy ran, and as he was jumping through the door, and like the assistant principal was trying to close the door behind him, the guy jumped and just went right in the guy's face through the door, you know, and then, but that was the, the thing where um mace like they had i'm sorry pepper spray uh yeah. cops were there for about a week you know just little fights breaking out everywhere but i mean it was a little scary i mean our school was relatively small but i mean yeah. it was multiple fights over the course of a few days and we all had to be just kind of watch out see what was going on but it was it was crazy
1: yeah i remember that it was a little scary. I didn't, Man, see, I I didn't a, get to see any of them, but I heard the disturbances yeah. and everything was going, but I didn't observe any of the I think one guy
2: brought it. a gun one day, but then he got caught right away and obviously got in big trouble. Um, but, yeah, there was definitely some. Um, but I had a little instance the other night. I kind of mentioned it to you guys, not in detail, but nothing like, like a fight. But it was funny because I was at Carolina softball game, and we were in Decatur at this really cool – uh, softball field, baseball field. And, uh, there wasn't very many of us in this area. I was sitting on the bleachers and there was another mom right there. And then there was a few others down in lawn chairs and stuff like that. And, um, about two innings into the game, the, um, these four high school kids came and they, my guess is they're probably 14 years old, 15, maybe at most. And, um, they just come up, and this one kid—he's just showing off for his friends, being really goofy, just saying goofy stuff. And he just will not stop. He has no idea who's playing. He has no Like he's not a fan of anybody or, or associated with anyone. But he will not stop, just yelling the whole time. Like, yeah, you know, he's just being obnoxious, whatever. And it's fine. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. He's just being funny. And, um, but, you know, he, a couple of times he said something, you know, just a little, little pushing the line,
0: crossing the line. Yeah, pushing the line.
2: And then Carolina was up to bat and I was kind of filming because Megan wasn't there. And he said something, calling her the wrong name, not even anything bad, just saying, being goofy. And I was like, you know, it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I was like, okay, just whatever. So, and then I promise you, it was 10 or 15 minutes of this nonstop just nonstop talking yelling and his friends, there was about three guys who were saying, Hey, come on, man, just chill out. Stop. You know, his they friends knew. were even saying that. Yeah. yeah. They, they knew he was being obnoxious. They knew it. <laughs> and so I was like, he asked me a question a couple of times, just being dumb. And so I answered his questions, whatever. And then about <clears throat> 15 minutes in to him being there, I was like, Hey man, can you come here for a second? I didn't talk to you for a second. He just comes over and he sits down beside me. He's looking at me weird and funny. You know, I was like, look, we're just here trying to watch our kids play softball you know can you i was like look i, I know you're trying to be funny for your friends and everything but you either got to be quiet or go somewhere else i mean that's the only options that's, that's you have to do that <laughs> and his friends came over and grabbed him and pulled him away and and like there's like oh i'm sorry man we'll get out of here and they just went over to the other team's bleachers you know on the other side and started doing the same thing and, oh and i was gosh. at the for the, for a moment there, I was thinking, okay, like what's going to happen here? Like, I've, yeah. I i do not think like, they're going to be swung me. or something. Yeah. 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 What,
0: yeah.
2: I mean, I guess if he, he could have, but I, I yeah. knew they were young enough to probably not be, you know, like they weren't right. trying to get in a fight. They didn't look like those kind of kids or anything, but it was, I was like, okay, what, what's going to happen? And then what am I going to do? You know? And there was right. only, there wasn't like a bunch of, there was the baseball coaches there. And one of the baseball coaches made a couple of snide remarks to him, like, all right, that's about enough kid or whatever, you know? Yeah. And, um, but anyway, I was think that made me start thinking like, I know I could have beaten that kid pretty easily. He, <laughs> it wasn't like a big yeah. kid or anything right. like huge or anything. And I'm, I was obviously stronger than him, even though I'm older, I was definitely stronger than him, but it was, and then I was thinking, okay, how many of those guys could I have taken?
1: Right, like if they all like jump I'm in, i not like a
2: how many teenagers? Yeah, like I'm not a professional fighter, huh? Probably 14, and I'm not. They were trying to be old. unrealistic. I'm not. I don't think that, unless you know, in a, like in a movie, they come at you one at a time and you take one. Right, in a movie, that's yeah. not going to happen. So I was. It made me start thinking. I was like, how many do you think, like if 14 normal size 14 year old kids started fighting you what do you think you would do and how do you how do you think it would go I, down
1: i think you're right to identify 14 as the most da- um something like the most dangerous age in some certain way because they're very underdeveloped mentally very underdeveloped mm-hmm. but they've become physically something You know, some 14 year olds and not me when I was 14, but some 14 year olds are have a lot of physical development and still way underdeveloped. And then there's the issue of do does the adult treat them like a kid in a situation or like an adult, Mm -hmm. which gives them a huge advantage, huge advantage that they may that just the confusion of how to engage a 14 year old. Yeah. Whether you're with whatever kind of battle you're in from mental to physical. They don't a, real
0: that, realize that advantage. And they don't they even, have, they don't even, right, that's right. what I'm
1: saying. But if they're a brazen, emboldened right. one that is prepared to challenge you at the highest level, and you think this is a child, y- you can really be sorely mistaken. You would, of what,
0: you would not want to actually really punt. You just want to try to right. stop him. Right. You know what because I mean? Like what, keep right. him from hitting you. You wouldn't really want to start because you could, he started if somebody saw you punching the hell out of a 14-year-old, <laughs> right. it doesn't matter what yeah. he did. You but So lose that him.
1: affects your decision-making a tremendous amount because it's like in a, in a superhero movie where it's like the bad guy can get away with stuff. The good guy's restrained. Yeah. Yeah. So you're yeah. in that restrained place. You're like, I have to handle the situation, but I can't give it my all, but he can give it his all, whatever. And, I, and I, it's very unpredictable what. That might look like so they right. can for they can do horrific things at, like at the levels of mass shootings like they're capable of doing anything bad. Like right. the worst things that happen in our society, they do it. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying like yeah. they they're the ones that are most likely yeah. to carry out something like a mass shooting. Like mm-hmm. the worst things that happen, they're the ones capable of doing it. And yeah. have the no prefrontal development and they should know better, but they don't, you right. know, so it's, I mean, that's like a, like, that is the, like, sometimes they get tried in court as adults and put in jail for life. And sometimes that seems horribly unjust. Do you know right. what I mean? But that's a very, like, what do you do with a 14 year old? Like that's badly parented or has d- mental illness. I mean, what do you, how, how are they to be handled? It's not, it's like, it is pretty scary. But well, back to thinking, the
0: original question, though. Yeah. How a, many could a, you take physically? A, how many could you take? And so I looked it up. The average weight of a 14-year-old boy, um, and you can see it says about 112 pounds. Do you think they were under?
2: There was a couple that were definitely more than that, probably maybe 160. Maybe 125,
0: 100, 160? That's yeah, serious. there were some
2: bigger boys. There were, I mean, 160 is pretty I serious. I mean, they well, yeah. might have been 15, but yeah, the, the guy talking, he felt, 14, or yeah. you know what I mean? But I 160 be a
1: pound that has been wrestling on the wrestling team for three years that weighs 10 pounds less than <laughs> right. me. I'm pretty worried about,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that, <laughs> yeah. but two of the two of the guys were probably 120, probably, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? So it was, it wasn't okay, like so was okay. So in this
0: scenario, you got maybe let's just let's see, even just lowball it 250 pounders and two yep. maybe 125 pounders, sure, right? First. They all decide to attack you, and you got to, and you're just like you oh, said. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's bad. And, 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 and if they beat you, they're going to start fighting the kids. They're going to, like, you got a real reason to fight these <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. They, they, they're not on, stopping yeah. with yeah. Devin.
2: Yeah. Right. And, and you and got a real reason to
0: punch a 14 year old, a 15 year old, right? <laughs> What's your first plan of action? Or
1: you catch them off guard. Like, it escalates into that, or they come to, like, they're red. They're going to well, all attack you on purpose at, from if, the out. Like, how they, if you can. In those fights where you take out multiple people, it has to be a little bit of surprise where it's like that one, that one, and that well, one. Well, I but think all it would come at my, you at the same time.
2: In my situation, it would have been a thing where that one guy swung at me, yeah, and then I start fighting back, and then his friends realize yeah. what's happening, and they right. all right. come at the same time. Yeah, and that's probably the most you. common thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because them, you, start you'd have your hands on you. the if they one get you on guy. the ground, you're in trouble. Yeah, I would have probably grabbed the dude by the shirt or whatever, and thrown him or something like that, like thrown him down. And then they would have been on me in seconds, you know what I mean? Or something like that. So I, if more than one or two are on you at a time, I don't think you have a good shot. I think you lose. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You're going to, you're going to let go of him and cover your head while they're kicking you pretty quick. yeah, Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: I think my first plan of action is if I see that kid acting crazy and he's getting in my face and he's like really starting like looking like he's going to swing, I think. I grab him immediately as fast as I can and try to get him in a chokehold. And if I get that chokehold, I look, I turn the around to guys, the others and yeah. say, I'm going to fucking kill him and you are next. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I'm going to be serious about it. I'm, I'm, He's gone and you, um, yeah, and this is going to be on you. You know what I mean? That's I try to, the I try best. to scare them. I yeah. try to scare them into stopping
2: that's what most professional fighters or military people would say. If you're going up against multiple people at one time, you do your best to hurt the first one real bad. Yeah. Like, and scare everybody else. Like that's the best tactic for sure. I think so. That's probably the right thing to do. Grab the first kid, make it look like you're going to choke him to death. Yeah. And then just tell everybody to back off, get out of here. You know, Mm -hmm. that's probably the best way to go about it.
1: And then after that is over, then you're in the position where you had to explain to all the adults in the world that you did the right thing. No, no. know. Like, do you know <laughs> what I mean? Like after you have done how many other you adults hurt him there? as bad as possible was in order to spare the other kids. Has anybody yeah. have gotten
0: your back seen, uh, enough, yeah. oh, seen yeah. enough of the situation? Yeah. Understand?
2: Well, okay. right as, after I said that to the guy and they left, the, the couple down past the bleachers were like, Devin, thank you. <laughs> yeah. You know, it wasn't like, Everybody was thinking the same thing I was thinking. It was like, "What are right. we going to do? Just let this kid go forever." Right. Um, but yeah, they would have done something. But they weren't like they're not like fighters, right? <laughs> they're just normal middle class people that don't want to fight. Now there've yeah. probably been a couple of coaches that are pretty solid that
1: would have yeah. come out
2: there and been like they would have. If there was me and two other coaches, it would have it would have been a no a no contest. But yeah. you know, four 14 year olds against me, I ain't, I'm not. I'm not winning that fight unless it, they're not not good at all or something. It
0: had been so funny, though, like if it happened and you just went John Wick and everybody's like, holy shit, that's <laughs> Devin. Like Devin, you? you know, you smash their skull into your knee, you're uppercutting the other one, you know what I
2: mean? Yeah, what if I just like take it way too far? Yeah, like you pulled out a I break gun. the first kid's neck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then just spin his neck it. around and break it. And look around I've for a second to. and sit back down and then like, you okay. And then he's trying to get this. back in the
1: baseball game. Like, all right. Carolina yeah, like, yeah, okay, like, right. yeah.
2: <laughs> That's what I knew this guy who was a Navy SEAL, I used to work at the church with him. And that's what he said. He was like, If if I was going up against cause we used to always say we were grown men. Like we were yep. like, hey, if how many of us would it take to get to kill you or to get you and he would say it would take all of you and more because the first person that comes at me i'm going to break their neck and then everybody else is going to run away
0: yeah they're gonna be scared because <laughs> yeah this is what's gonna cause happen because you only have to scare them enough to go wait i might be the next one I'm he might not kill all that, of yeah. us but i just don't yeah. i don't want or i don't want any broken yeah, they'd group.
1: have to be yeah right Right. So if but you when you get in that neck, when you get in those like no. tie matches where you're just grappling and nothing's really yeah. happening, yeah. the other people are gonna come and kick you, yeah. hit you uh-huh. and everything yeah. else from yeah, like, you come can't in do with that. A, a weapon and pop you on the side and like all that stuff. You can't Yeah, get that's into
0: terrible. That. No, it's not good. It was funny, uh today for me too. Uh I tell you I told y'all when I was substitute teaching a teacher came up and recognized me. Did I tell y'all that? I think I told I that, think didn't you that. I think you did, yeah. I think i said on the podcast he he walked into the classroom and said and handed me a pencil and it was a pencil with erasers at both ends
2: <laughs> oh yeah i was, I was like I was oh right. hey so That's today
0: funny. i bought a bicycle off of Mar- facebook marketplace and the lady uh brought out the bike and uh, she said you're toby i was like yeah I'm. Uh, yeah i'm here to get the bike she goes toby from emory <laughs> <laughs> so I like, yeah. and i looked horrible i'd been working out i was like damn it i wish i had if i'd have known she knew me i'd have like dress cool or something you know she's I, i'm <laughs> a, a, sort of famous to her she's like i used to listen to your band all the time it's so cool and it was just you know da 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 and i was like well i really appreciate it i said so the bike's in good shape and <laughs> like you, have to still, you still have to do the thing the normal yeah. thing even it's though like the person takes like, 45 dollars yeah 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 <laughs>
1: I was like, yes, I uh, Yeah, totally yeah I was like,
0: I can't negotiate now. Yeah. I can't go. <laughs> all right. You know? all right.
1: <laughs> like, That's funny. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, you know, how long have you had this thing? Is the chain in good shape? The tires seem pretty, you know. I I just took the bike. I didn't do anything. <laughs> I was like, that this is just what it is. I just this is all I got and this is what it's going to be today. So it's it's funny though, because it's so weird just kind of getting recognized and it I, it's it's normal when it's around a show. You know what I mean? Like if you're at a restaurant in the same town as the show that night and somebody just happens to be there, that that you understand why they recognize you. But like it is weird when somebody recognizes you uh and you're somewhere not near a show or anything. Yeah. That's when I'm like, whoa. <laughs> and it's cool for like because Ruby was with me. She's like, that lady knew who you were. And I was like, well, actually she did. So, you know, like that's <laughs> yeah, the that's only cool. time I get like recognition from my family like that i'm actually cool or something like that you know what i mean like in those situations like other times they just yeah whatever it's just normal it's normal to my kids that i'm in a band and kind of famous sometimes they'll ask me about it just because you know Devin, you know i talked about like our kids friends might might say something or something but for the Mm -hmm. most part they don't even like it or care so
2: yeah we talked about this the other night toby and his kids came over we had a really good time that was fun yeah that was fun uh swam and hung out and we did cooked out and had a bonfire and stuff but um we were talking about that it's like we were just sitting around this bonfire me and toby in these chairs and drinking a beer we're like and i mean it sounds funny but i was like we were like you know how many people would love to just be sitting here around the fire with us and we're literally doing nothing yeah. we're not like we're not having this really great conversation strong conversation deep conversation we're just talking about our top five nba players right <laughs> now drinking a coors light i was yeah. like but so many people would pay money
0: they probably would i think they just would pay to th- right there to hang something? out or something like that like just to, they would but just because they think the idea of us is so cool even though in, yeah, pra- I get in it. practice yeah. it's not but
2: yeah but yeah when you're thinking about it practically you're just like well i mean we're just just hanging out we're not doing anything we're not playing music or doing anything but it is funny though because i mean having a, even a little bit of fame it's not even i don't even like to call it fame yeah it doesn't feel like fame, I but I know that's I know. what it go is.
1: Notoriety.
2: Notoriety. There you go. That's
1: So that'll work.
2: But I mean, most people don't have any. Yeah. So somebody who just has even a little bit, it just sticks out to people so so much. So I don't I know, know. That's it, interesting.
0: It's hilarious. For the longest time, though, uh, Devin wasn't the most famous person in Monticello. It was his <laughs> wife who had a full billboard, <laughs> billboard. of her face on it <laughs> when they when the that uh when the She got Uh, a new
2: job, yeah. Her new
0: job. And they were like, this is Megan. Come see Megan at this, you know? And I was like, that's so funny. I'd ride into town on that side and just a giant Megan up in the air. And I was like, (laughs) that is so funny because her husband's in Emory,
2: but she is probably more well-known in this town than you. I'm going to, I'm going to rent a bill, rent a billboard that just has me (laughs) on it. It just says Devin from Emory.
1: (laughs) Well, you know what's (laughs) crazy about that is I was looking at Instagram, you know, just like the way you do ads and stuff with targeted ads. If you think about billboards and just think about Instagram as a billboard, right? So if you take, if you look at Instagram and targeted Monticello, you could, it would be so cheap to make every single person Monticello see something (laughs) you wanted them to see. Like you can guarantee that every person in your town for a few hundred dollars so you saw whatever it was that, like just for your reputation, like you that's doing some badass. You could like pay and say <laughs> right. as sponsored, and it would be you like whatever it, w- anything you wanted just to just to have notoriety in your town with the targeting of ads these days. You could just that's run true. an awareness campaign. I mean, that's what small
0: businesses do, right? Right, but I'm saying the, you could <laughs> do it on your
1: personal but... for notoriety, yeah. and you could afford to do it. I don't think I mean it would seem obviously like you're a psycho. It, unless right. you could figure out a humble brag, like something way to do it that didn't seem psycho. But like if you people realize you could reach all of your neighborhood for a certain right. amount of dollars. So they're seeing you on Instagram and in like some ad form, like a, a billboard, you could, it would yeah. be cheap <laughs> and easy and more effective than a billboard.
2: That'd be so funny. That yeah.
0: thinking of that, that makes me think like for our new record, maybe it would be worth it. It'd probably be very expensive, but what if you just had a billboard in, on, in Hollywood they just said it was just Devin from Emory, listen to our record. Everybody goes, Who is that? Why is it? I bet it would actually work a lot. Those
1: are gotta be super expensive. Oh, it has, be, works, it has to be it has to be unreal yeah.
0: expensive. I mean, cause what Under Oath was in they their record Times Square, Time Square.
1: Square. Yeah, people do that Spotify uh yeah. deals where they'll put the Spotify and Times Square on that thing. I'm I i do not right. know how much that costs. I'm gonna try and find out, but I'm you that, know, I'm sure we can. Yeah, find, find that, out, that out.
0: out. I would love to know. But I'm just thinking just a normal bill like if you did a billboard in New York. L.A., Seattle, and I don't know Nashville. No, nah, I don't know what's the other. Maybe Chicago. I don't know. Uh, just a few big cities. It would be a lot. I I believe it. I think it would probably. I bet for a month. That's what do you think? Five thousand, ten thousand dollars, maybe oh, for a billboard. I
1: bet. And I and, mean, and Hollywood, it, that in has Hollywood, Hollywood and Times Square, way
2: more than that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it has
0: to be more than that. But that probably would work. I think. I think people go. Who is this? Let me look it up. This is. We'll weird. just do like
2: the cheaper, cheaper way, and we we staple our staple it to telephone poles yeah <laughs> in the cities we should yeah, it do might that be,
1: it might be so much digital that there's something to be done physical again at some point but it is the trend in marketing in my understanding that it is going um because it used to be all marketing was just like stuff like that awareness right. and then you got this direct marketing where it's like here's the direct offer, like that direct style of marketing and email. And like that digital wave has been for just years and years, you know, decade of where it's just like drive traffic. And now they say it's switched back to where nobody's really doing traffic because you just, every, all that feels like ads now. Like it's totally, Mm -hmm. and, and it's only the algorithm that's working. So it's like, it's switching back to people are putting money into stuff you can't measure or directly drive traffic anymore. So that yes. is like, that is a sign of a, a shift in, in marketing strategy back to just general awareness. That's cool. So maybe even <laughs> physical awareness will be, uh, there's maybe something to do there.
0: Physical awareness. Yeah. I mean, I am wondering, I, Allison and I were just talking about it, but like she she's a wedding photographer, family photographer and the AI, the new Photoshop AI is insane. Did y'all look at, she, you know, she took y'all's family photos on the, yeah. did y'all see those? Yeah, they are good. Did, yeah, awesome. it, you probably didn't even notice. There's no people in the background. She, she was oh. able just to look. Next thing you look, you remember how oh, many people yeah, were there? There was a lot of people. There was, there was, there was a ton of people. They're gone. Like That's she awesome. really. Yeah, and I was wow. like, whoa. She was just messing. Around. It was so cool. Like there, there's not people. Like there's a picture of Matt and Cosmo. Yeah. And nobody that, that else. Weird. Yeah. It's just
1: like that is weird that Cosmo. And that you picture. didn't even
0: think about it, did you? You just thought, oh, well, Allison got a great. I wouldn't pick, have thought but...
1: about it if there was more people in it. But the fact that it was only Cosmo d- is no, no. I did notice that.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. So, that's that's interesting, what I'm saying. It's yeah. really cool. But she was saying, like, will AI change her job? And she's like, no, going back to this physical thing you're saying, at, like at a wedding, you still are going to want a real human taking the pictures because uh, oh, yeah. AI wouldn't even be able to actually do that yet. Maybe eventually there'll be a robot or something, but the physical stuff, like, you're going to want a human working the camera to capture something quickly, uh, you know, like going up, making sure the bride's father. You called them crying or hug, hugging or whatever, you know, like all these different right. things that a human can compute way faster. The AI goes, take pictures right now. Now, it will be better, but um right now there's still the physical. And I'm wondering if physical is going to start winning because everything's going to be so digital soon. It's already very digital. Everything's so digital that maybe, you know, the physical stuff is going to be the thing you really look to. Maybe you'll feel refreshed by a billboard, as opposed to, yeah, it used to be like, oh, there's just a yeah, right,
1: right. There. It'll create new now things. Now might be more all, fun. It'll Still, I mean, there's really no sign of of it, of mm. um, not putting the human in the driver's seat in a more empowered way. So if yeah. you're an intern level person, okay, fine, but it's just going to further squeeze the talent into who can really notice and has the real intuitions and things that machines don't have. Like what is happening with the the bride? Like what's really going on with her? That's what makes a good photo. Yeah. In the the end.
0: All right. Send in uh, if you how many, uh, 15 year olds you could beat up. We'll talk to y'all next time. See ya.